Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Summer Day, you can double your money, but with MyBookie, you can double your money instantly. Thanks for your double deposit bonus for all new users. Go to MyBookie.ag, use the promo code SPORTSDRINK, you'll instantly receive double your initial deposit so you can kickstart your betting experience with all the best games, leagues, and casino options. Set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit up to 1000 bucks. Use the promo code SPORTSDRINK at MyBookie. That's promo code SPORTSDRINK to double your initial deposit all the way up to 1000 bucks. But anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Welcome to our Pip Panther Rants and other Sports Brands podcast. Vlad Harris, your host. Yes, folks, we are the champions. Pitt is the ACC champions. And I cannot stop listening. This song, this song hits so much different. Man. There comes the solo. Here it is. The champions. Yeah, I'm not going to sing. I can't stop listening to this. Usually I cut this music going after a minute and I just can't. You know, it's amazing. It's an awesome fucking feeling. Woo! 
of the ACC. Of the Atlantic Coast. God, that song hits so different now. I mean, I, I mean, when I think of this song, I think of the ending of, of Revenge of the Nerds. You know, where uh, they just won the, uh, you know, the whole um, the fraternity carnival. You know, they had, they, had, they you know they because you know, they with that talent they had the talent show, and they you know they kicked ass and that and they ended up winning the whole thing and they got control of the uh, council. And I, you know, they came back from celebrating, and they saw that their uh, their fraternity house was was destroyed. Their, you know, their, it was ransacked. And I think what really stuck out was when they the robot got destroyed. I mean, Gilbert was really upset when that. I mean, if you remember that, they destroyed the freaking robot. And that's when you know Gilbert was like pissed off. He said nothing. He said doesn't matter if we have if we ever, uh, you know, if we if we have control over council, nothing's ever going to change here ever. And that's when he um, got pissed off and left. And he confronted the uh, Alpha Betas at their pep rally. And of course, he got attacked. Well, no, actually, the dean stepped in and said, you know, keep your hands off him. And then, you know, John Goodman, the football coach, is about to do something to the dean. And of course, uh, UN and the rest of the Lambdas and the Tri-Lambs, they went and formed a line around it. Of course, you know, Gilbert made his speech and of course Skona came in and said, hey, if you, any of you felt ever kicked around and whatnot, come and join us. And that's when, you know, this song just started playing. And supposedly, I forget what it was, but there was supposedly an alternate ending in this where Stan was supposed to join him too. Stan Gable, because he felt like a nerd at one time. I, I don't know. But, you know, the girl, you know, we all saw what happened there. But yes, uh, Pitt defeats Wake Forest, 45-21. I, um, I didn't get much sleep that night. I, I, think I, I, think, I don't think a lot of people got a whole lot of sleep Saturday night after this game. Because, well, for one thing, the game, it was, I think it was close to 11 or midnight when this game ended. It was really freaking late. I mean, it was a, for Pitt, you know, it, was, it was a 7 o'clock kickoff. I think it ended, it ended at 11 o'clock here, but I know for you guys in the East Coast, it was later. And it just, uh, man, it just, and it, and, and Pitt started off a little rough. I mean, well, not really. They, they got, you know, the first, uh, you know, the first drive, Kenny Pickett runs 58 yards for a touchdown. He faked the slide and people got outraged over this. Some people loved it. Some people got mad. And then of course you have the, the, the the blowhards, or you know, the unwritten hashtag, un, or not hashtag, but quote unwritten rule. People are like, well, you know, you know, Kenny better watch himself next time he does it. He may get smacked. If it was me, I would have, I would have beat, the, I would have injured him and beat the crap out of him. I mean, there was, there was like, like you know, hot takes like that. People just enraged. Like, I mean, it's like the, it's like the the baseball unwritten rules type people, or the hockey unwritten rules type people, where they just come out and are like. Well, you know, he's going to get hurt. I'll make sure he gets hurt next time. I hope he gets hurt. And it's like, it's like, whatever, dude. I posted a meme that said, basically, show me on the doll where the Kenny Pickett slide hurts you. You know, it just. But Wake got answered back, Pitt's defense, and then Pitt answered with a 22-year pass from Hamlin to uh, 
from Pickett to Hammond, which broke Dan Marino's t- you know, touchdown pass record. Then Wake was scored tw- 14 unanswered points. Uh, Kenny Pickett and the offense started to struggle a little bit, mainly because um, he took a, took some bad shots. He was hurt, and I and, I, and he was looking really bad. I, I I tweeted. I said, if he's hurt, get him out of there. You know, if it's if he, if it's if, he, if it's going to get not going to get any better, get him out. It's not worth his future. But Kenny hung in there. He healed. Throughout all the chaos, Pitt took a 24-20 lead at halftime. Uh, one per, one key person was Jared Wayne. I, I mentioned Pitt was going to need something besides someone besides Jordan Aston to step up. And Jared made some big catches. Uh, Pitt's defense shut down Wake for the rest of the game. You know, especially I mean after that last touchdown, I mean they uh, they put the clamps on Wake. Because I mean, it was weird because Wake was doing these exchanges with the with the art with the with the play action where they, they were doing the fake, you know, the, the slow fake handoff, and it was getting Pitt for a while. I mean, it was making Pitt more hesitant. But after a while, Pitt, you know, Pitt uh, was able to uh, maul him on the on the you know on the line of scrimmage and said, "Okay, you can go ahead and do this fakes as much as you want. We're just gonna come after you and beat the crap out of you." But uh, Pitt. Um, Pitt took a 31-20 lead in the third quarter. Um, then, of course, A.J. Woods with a pick early in the fourth quarter. Almost took it to the house. Izzy ran in, made a 38-21. Then the ensuing drive, Eric Hallett with the uh, pick six, 19 yards. He's, Eric Hallett, I mean, it was a weird night. I mean, Eric Hallett had two picks. And I was thought, thought to myself, I mean, wow, he's really um, – this is definitely where night because he's got he's got an interception and then, you know, you knew what night you knew what night it was going to be when uh, Eric Hallett's making plays. Uh, Kenny Pickett twenty thirty three two fifty three yards passing two touchdowns and then adds a rushing touchdown. Jerry Wayne went one twenty yards. I mean, uh, super rushing Izzy fifty five carry fifty five yards on nine carries. Victor Davis. 39-11, Hammond, you know, 22 from, you know, yards from six carries. Uh, let's see. Jordan Addison, eight catches, 126 yards. Jerry Wayne, three catches, 48. But the story here was Pitt's defense. They just mauled Wake Forest from the second quarter on. Wake had no answer for them, and eventually they beat, beat him in the submission. Uh, Servosi Dennis, two sacks. He had 12 total tackles. Habakuk Balonado, if I pronounce that right. Sorry, man. Uh, seven total uh, tackles, four solo. He had a sack and a tackle for loss. Uh, Keyshawn Camp, I mean, he had a sack as well. I mean, Pitt was just, Pitt just mauled him. They won about the last scrimmage. They won everything else, and that was that. I mean, there was a lot of good things, as you guys saw. I mean, a lot of cool things. I mean, Eric Kasparowitz, I mean, I know he was, you know, he lost his job at Pine Richland, came over to Pitt. They showed him holding the trophy. And I remember, I, I had a picture of him, I remember I tweeted, where he was, it was the Ohio State game where they lost 72 nothing. And I remember this game because I just remember how he looked. He looked dejected because he was hurt. And I guess he wanted to be out there and playing. And, you know, now... 1996. Now you know, 20 over 25 years later, he's there holding the. Tr- 
Actually, yeah, 25 years later, he's holding that trophy up. I mean, I mean, there were some moments. I mean, when Pat Narduzzi said he took the job seven years ago and he wanted to, you know, he wanted to uh, bring a championship home and he did it. And it was just amazing how that, how that came about. I mean, G- Chancellor Gallagher wanted, wanted Pat Narduzzi. We made the hire and there was all this excitement, I remember. And then, of course, you know, eventually there were some rough spots. Pitt did go to the, um, you know, Pitt did go to the ACC title game a few years back, and they didn't have much of a passing game, and it was more than mostly they're running in defense. And Clemson blew them out, and you know it's like, oh, we're just going to be a seven-five program. And I had them go seven-five this year as well because I just didn't. There was not, not enough to convince me that they could be you know more than that. But uh, I don't know what they did, but they, they this year this team. Uh, was more tuned in than anything else. And of course, people were going to point out that they lost to Western Michigan and Miami. They, they lost two close games. It is what it is. I mean, those games are gone. We, they're, they're already played. We can't bring those games back. We can't replay them. We can't do any of that. They're, they're done. They're gone. We had to move on. And we, we salvaged our season with an ACC title. And... Our last championship was a uh, Big East one that was back in 2010 when we shared it like with UConn and whoever else. And, of course, we shared a title uh, when we went to the BCS Bowl game, the Fiesta. We shared it three or four ways. This is our this, this title special because it's an outright title, and we did it in a championship game. That's what makes this title so special because when, when we got to the ACC – we were in a division with Miami, Virginia Tech, North Carolina, Georgia Tech, Virginia. We didn't expect to actually ever compete for a title in the ACC, let alone a division one. We, I mean, I, at least I didn't, ex, I didn't expect it. I was just happy we were in a stable conference. And here we are. I mean, we've won two Coastal Division titles, and now we've won an ACC title game. It's, it's, it's awesome. The fact that we've done this already is great, and it's... Hopefully it um, it uh, brings more, you know. It uh, there's more to come, more great moments. I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm just you know it was and it was funny too because like I got emotional about the Narduzzi thing, but after he won the title, I didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't. I had nothing to bitch about. Nothing to bitch. Nothing to complain about. I'm like, okay, what? Where do we go from here? And of course, all the confetti. And there was just all you're reading the tweets. People excited, and it just. Uh, it was funny because last night I had one of my Penn State friends email and say, it's kind of telling the pick, you know, got the Peach Bowl and they're playing the fourth best team in the Big Ten. And, and I really didn't care. I'm like, well, that's cool. We don't care. I said, like, we, we want a tie, we want a conference title. Who cares? I mean, the college football playoff has rendered the bowl games useless. I mean, if you want to brag about playing in the Outback Bowl or whatnot or if you want to brag about your your fans, you brought 50,000 fans to your game. I mean, nobody gives a shit. It's not going to get you in the goddamn playoff. I mean, I mean, if, I mean, so go brag until the freaking cows come home. And I was, you know, ugh. Yeah, but yeah, people were, are still, you know, I'm just running out of things to say now because I'm so damn ecstatic. In fact, I'm going to tweet that out right now. Uh, as, as far as the, uh, you know, obviously the bowl games guys are coming up, the playoffs are coming up. Um, you know, you can, deposit, you can double your money with my bookie. 
Go to mypocket.ag, use the promo code SPORTSDRINK. U.S. receiver uh, double your initial deposit so you can kickstart your betting experience with all the best games, leagues, and casino options. Set yourself up for success. By doubling your first deposit up to 1000 bucks using promo code SPORTSDRINK. Now, let me tell you about Symbol, you guys. It's a new sponsor we got. You guys will love them. They're a the stock market for sports. So it allows you to profit from sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade your sports teams like stocks. And every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge now to buy low, sell high. Earn cash pants when your team wins. Join the 7,000-plus early adopters who've started to invest in their favorite teams. Go to day.symbol.com. That's B-U-L-L dot com. Use the promo code SD. It's in sports drink. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a risk-free deposit. So if you lose money, you can get your money back if you're not happy. And, of course, Spotify Green Room. It's the live audio-linked sports talk platform. Free to news, talk to the fans, athletes in real time. Perfect for watch parties. So if the, you know, if the bowl, you know, if the bowl uh, travel is expensive... And you just can't go, you know, set up a, uh, a watch party on Spotify Green Room. You know, you can set it up, start your conversations, you can watch games together, react to breaking news, rumors, and whatnot. Because there's so much going around with these uh, college coaches changing jobs. Uh, all you gotta do is download it from the uh, iOS App Store, Google Play Store, create your profile, link to Twitter, and come in with some spicy takes. All right, now speaking of all these rumors, uh, Mario Cristobal of uh, Oregon is, um, he's, I guess, in a little limbo here between Miami and uh, Oregon. Miami wants them, wants them, and they're, and they're willing to take money from the U, U, uh, the UM health system to um, to pay his buyout and give a salary and whatnot, which is kind of odd because, you know, I mean, if, I mean, if Pitt went to UPMC and asked for money for a coach, you know, they would pretty much tell Pitt to go, you know, fuck off for the most part. I mean, let's let's be honest here, but it's shitty for Manny Diaz because he's left in the limbo, and you know it's just. I mean, where do you go from here if you're Manny Diaz? Do you even give a shit at this point? I mean, personally, I mean, there's two things that Manny Diaz can do: he can not care and get fired this next year, or he can, you know, get Miami to a really good record. Um, and then, of course, if some team wants to snatch him up, up like, an, like an SEC team, you know, he can leave. He can say, you know what, screw you guys, I'm, I'm leaving. So, it's just, and, you know, it's just funny now, because I, after the uh, Lincoln Rally stuff, there's people that are like, in, in the Brian Kelly stuff, people are, I mean, there's people now that are all of a sudden in the media upset over, College coaches leaving, and they're, and they're cha- you know they're just they're supposedly leaving uh, the co- their fans out in the cold and whatnot. I mean, this has been going on for like over a decade or even twenty. I mean, a long time of these coaches changing jobs. This has been going on for so long. It wasn't a big deal because most of these coaches were leaving smaller programs. They were leaving you know other pro- say, they, were, they were leaving other um, say smaller programs in the ACC or in the Big or you know. Conference USA or whatever, AAC, big, you know, they were leaving other, you know, schools. But now it's the bigger programs that are being inconvenienced. It's now all of a sudden a problem, you know. Now that Oklahoma and Notre Dame got inconvenienced, it's now, you know, it, it's, now, it's now an issue. I mean, now people want to care. But it just, um, but uh, yeah, there's so much going on. 
But let's take a look around the rest of the college football world. Speaking of crystal ball, let's see. They, they, Oregon got hammered by Utah 30-10. to 10. I think I had Utah winning that one because I figured, well, maybe I don't know. I have to go back to my podcast and listen to it. I don't know. Michigan hammered Iowa, which was a given. Uh, I mean, the reason why Ohio State's been able to play so well in the Big Ten is because nobody, nobody in the Big Ten really plays the offense at all. Nobody, nobody scores points. It's always running in defense, and that's why Ohio State's always going to be the one of the top teams every year. I think Michigan is starting to finally figure that out, and it's going to work out for them. I had Cincinnati losing to Houston, but since he clinched the um, uh, you know the AAC and they clinched their playoff berth, which they'll which they'll play Alabama, uh, Alabama. Baylor beat Oklahoma State. My coworker, his son played in this game. He had an interception and he made the game saving tackle in this game. Uh, awesome. I mean, I felt, I mean, I was ecstatic for him. And it's, I mean, Louisiana beat Appalachian State, Utah State beat San Diego State. That was pretty much it. Oh, let's not forget about the SEC title game. Uh, uh, Georgia laid down and let Bama pretty much win. Let's be honest. I had I said Bama was probably going to win this one because the SEC is kind of worried about these whole games. And if they get two teams in, they will. And I said, don't be. I figured I wouldn't be surprised if Georgia laid down and lost to Bama, which they did. They laid down and lost. I mean. There's no nothing around it. You can't convince me otherwise that you know they did. And I'm I'm sure we're gonna have a George Alabama mat rematch in the uh, college football playoff. Unless Michigan can do something or Cincinnati. A Michigan Cincinnati final would be kind of cool, but whatever. I don't know. But anyways. Uh, the Steelers beat the Ravens. I mean, that was a great time. I mean, it's always good, you know. Yeah. Yeah, let's see here. We're watching this right now. Yeah, I'm getting my replies. To, <laughs> I'm getting my replies to all this right now about the full thing. Yeah. Pitt finished twelfth in the uh, college football playoff rankings, and they got Michigan State coming up. Uh, I'm just rambling at this point. Pitt may have Pitt could finish the top ten if they win. That'd be kind of cool. Although I like them finish eleven, but regardless, we're gonna finish in the top twenty-five this year. I'm excited. But yes, the, going back to the Steelers, they won. It's nice to finish off against the Ravens. You know. Uh, Lamar Jackson Hines isn't always a good recipe, and I think he does better at home. And yeah, I'm watching all this right now. Let me see. Uh, just the crystal ball stuff. And of course, there's hot takes. I can't pitch you more focused on his NFL career than the Peach Bowl. Yeah, I know. But let's not forget about the other stuff that happened over the weekend. Um, women's volleyball knocked off Penn State to go to the Sweet 16. Um, women's hoops defeated Ball State. I mean, overall, it was a good it was a good Saturday for Pitt, Pitt athletics. Uh, Pitt hoops on oh, I think Pitt hoops dropped the heartbreaker to Virginia on a last second field goal. Uh, I don't know what to say about Jeff Capel. I mean, it's just I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, he just. I think if the team keeps playing like this and they keep losing these close games, I think he gets another year. It's hard to say. 
Anyways, guys, I'm running out of breath and my brain is, you know, scrambled right now because I have all this stuff to talk about and I'm just all over the place. You guys have a happy week, happy Monday, and I'll talk to you guys later this week. Hello, Pit. Bye.